Hey guys, I'm Ken, aka the Super Tech God. And before we get into today's episode, I want to discuss something with you guys. So I know you haven't seen Lou or Val in a few episodes. Doesn't mean they're not returning, just means they're handling a few things and they'll be back in the future. But until then, we'll continue to have Snapcast episodes. We'll have a blast. We'll have new guests, new hosts, new segments. We'll do it all. Um, kicking off with today's episode, which will be the new episode of the new season. So we're starting a new season, season two, um, from 26 to 50. And then uh, everything from 25 and up will be season one. And to pay homage to those guys and to all the guests that we had on the first season, I created an intro. So now we finally have an intro to the Snapcast for all the episodes going forward. I hope you guys enjoy. And please, I thank you guys for your continued support. And uh, see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Marvel Snapcast. I'm Ken. Um, here by myself, <laughs> um, my compadres will be back sometime in the future. Until then, I will be keep running Marvel Snapcast and having a good time. Um, today, to start off the new season, we have uh, two special guests with us. Uh, one of them, well, both of them, make amazing content. We'll start off with It's Guest Gaming. How are we doing? Good, All man. Right. How are you doing today? Great. Welcome to the stream. Um, him and his friend, his partner, they make a weekly live podcast for the Marvel Snapcast. We're introducing the five time. Yes, the five time. Yep, yep. the five time. Uh huh, of course, yeah. but the five time. And yes, the fifth time. Cuba Champs default Dan. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> doing well, man. Doing well. Glad to be here. Awesome. Guys, thanks for coming. Totally appreciate it. So, as you guys know, we have a new season upon us. But before we dive into that, um, last week's card came out. I don't know if you guys really dived in with him, played with him a little bit. I had a blast with him. Um, it is Stegron. How do you guys feel about Stegron? I'll let you go, guest, because you know my opinions. So I'll, I'll back them up. <laughs> this, this, is, this is true. This is true. I think Stegron is exclusively a card for fun at the current moment. I think that he is a card that brings a deck type that should only be used at infinite plus because it is fun. It is not competitive consistent to climb in ladder when you're going up against certain archetypes. Yes, it does have counters that you can use for very specific ones like Galactus in my opinion, but Stegron decks in general, I feel like if you have to choose a four drop, more often than not, you end up in other categories and you have a lot of reliance on other specific synergies going on. So I felt like, because I, you know, I was messaging you all week, talking about Stegron, like, do I pull the trigger? Do I pull the trigger? Because I, I never got sold on saying this is worth 6,000 tokens. I think he's a 3,000 token card. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I mean, he could be competitive, though. I think he can be a little bit. Kind of. I have a good time with him. Um, <laughs> kind of. Definitely. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Just like Juggernaut is kind of competitive. Yeah. Right? But I mean, I still yeah. think works kind of the same way a little bit. Right? So if you have Storm, you can play partner with Storm. Um, you could definitely partner with Kingpin. Right? He's going to help Kingpin become relative. And um, I mean, I had a good time with him. Yes, I agree. He don't. He's not worth 6K tokens. Not at all. Um He's definitely a good series 
three card, to be honest. Not even series four. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, besides that, he's a great card to play with. The fall down, how you feel? Yeah, I mean, I'm in that same boat. The problem is, and and honestly, I've got twenty thousand tokens laying around. I can pick them up if I want to, but with the cards we're going to be talking about a little bit later, like that's where my tokens are going because he's one of those cards where out of four, you've got you've got some better closer cards, right? So if I'm playing him on four on curve, he's probably okay. Uh, the card I would kind of equate it to is like a white queen, right? You're, you're playing her on yeah. curve. She's giving you some some value there. If I'm playing him on turn six to kind of steal a lane, um, I feel like Shang-Chi is going to just be a better card. I get it. There may not be a big nine drop there, but you know, turn six, I'm, I'm wanting to do a little bit more than just move a card around. And uh, you know, the the other card that kind of stands out is the one you mentioned, which is Juggernaut. Juggernaut's one of those cards where it has to be same turn. You have to predict where they're going. But I just feel like turn six Juggernaut allows me to also play another three drop. And so if I'm doing Stegron on turn six, Juggernaut kind of just feels like a better card in that. They are slightly different. But yeah, I, I feel kind of what you guys are feeling. Maybe if he's Series 4, if I opened him, maybe I found maybe a use form or something like that. But for the most part, Series 3, I think he would be fun to play with. But as of now, I just I, I look at all these other cards that I would rather play over him until maybe we have like one or two more cards. Um, the, the other card I'll, I'll mention that he does work well with is miles. So I, I think, um, yep. you know, super tech God, I think you, you maybe did some experimentation with that too in some of your decks, but you know, he, he has a couple pairings that are pretty nice. Like you mentioned Kingpin, but the randomness of it, plus the randomness of the card you're going to hit. If Shuri was still the deck of choice right now, 100%, I think he'd be playable. He'd be, you know, something to pick up. But since that one card deck has kind of fallen away and we've gotten back to these multiple cards, uh, you know, your hit monkey decks, your doom wave decks, things like that. Like, I feel like his value went down just a little bit. Okay, that's fair. I totally agree with that. You're right. Mm-hmm. If it was still the Shuri meta, you're right. We know where Red Skull is. Send, his, send him somewhere else. Totally get that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we have the new season, Guardians of the Galaxy. And with every new season is a Battle Pass card. And um, this season's Battle Pass card was Nebula. So how do you guys feel about Nebula? Did you guys first, hold on, did you guys purchase a Battle Pass? Yeah, of course, of course. All right. (laughs) Being content creators, totally get that. (laughs) All right. So what do you guys feel about Nebula? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely one of those that, um, you know, just to, just to start out, I did get the Battle Pass because I think one of the big things uh, when it comes to Battle Pass is you're getting more than just the card. And I, I know you know this, um, but it's one of those things where you're getting credits, you're getting gold. There, there's a lot of extra bonuses, so it's always a good value. Uh, but as far as this card, you know, we have went from the land of OP cards when we think back of Zabu, Surfer, things like that. And I, I feel like with nimrod with modok right we're kind of coming out of that world of op so we need to understand that what we're going to get is probably not going to be quote-unquote op but with that being said i think nebula is one of the best one drops i'm not saying she's better than sunspot i'm not saying she's better than kitty pride i think all three of them in my mind are kind of tied for that first place depending upon the deck that you play them in Um, if you're skipping a lot of turns sunspot's gonna be better but I, I think she rivals Sunspot in a lot of ways because it makes them have to play 
in a certain pattern, or she's easily a one three, which is on the top scale of a one drop, right? Uh, she's a one five in most cases from what I've been playing with her, but I really like her. I, I like the way she's set up. I like the way she complements the other guardians and she's definitely a, a good card for the battle pass. Okay. That's fair. What about you guess? How you feel about it? I just want to enjoy her for the next four months before they nerf her. <laughs> that's why I got it. Cause I mean, I, I, I'm gonna call it now. This is going to end up being a Zabu Silver Surfer situation because she is going to be regularly on this curve of 151719. And we're all going to see it. It's going to be the one drop of choice. And then eventually, someday, when she's dropping into Series 3, her effect will be changed to be plus one power instead of plus two. Or she's going to start at a 1 0, very similar to Sunspot. And when that day comes, I will then be able to look back at the prior four months and thoroughly enjoy wow this was so great i got to use this like this yip de doo and uh i i think everybody should because it is a little overpowered yes there is the rng side where you have to get her out early enough and you need to play right. her at that time to get that mm -hmm. max value but especially right now it's the new season pass card it's the new hot toy that everyone wants to play with and everybody will and the second you can put it down on the battlefield, you're going to, because you know what the potential of this thing is going to be. And you're probably playing armor to get to shield away from all the killmongers. You're playing the deck of Nebula right now. And there's a bunch of them out there with a lot of inflated or correction, underinflated stats right now saying how OP she is. And she is a really good card. Don't get me wrong. But I just want to enjoy her the next couple of months until they finally say, hey, yeah, remember that season pass card? Yeah, we got to change this one, too. <laughs> oh man i uh, listen i agree with you both um i think nebula is a great card uh, to me as a battle pass card i don't know if i put it up there with zabu and surfer right i think those two cards were definitely meta changing where nebula is like you said kind of the same boat with sunspot even mm -hmm. with cards like miles that can be a one five at some point um i think nebula after turn four is she even worth playing on the field right so it's a, it's a type of mm -hmm. card that needs to be in your hand in the first two to three turns and if it's not it's just to me a card to play for hit monkey right i mean that's yeah. that's how i look at nebula at that point uh i'm gonna push i'm gonna push on though okay, because at least on turn four <laughs> there at least on turn four there is one really great synergy that we're not capitalizing on yet and that's adam warlock um, no adam oh, yeah, warlock yeah. okay Adam Warlock with Nebula is a synergy I've been, you know, kind of messing with, you know, t this afternoon. And I have thoroughly enjoyed un constantly having threat of power in a lane and really forcing my opponent over into one direction. So it has been a great defensive card, even all the way through turn four. Okay. And yes, otherwise past that, eh, yeah, then she's a hit monkey card in the final turn. And right. I especially yeah. considering that her effect is broken with the bounce cards, right? Like legitimately actually broken, not like, wow, it's that good. Her effect doesn't proc twice with bounce cards. So I remember I was on your stream the other yeah, night yeah. and you were yeah, building yeah. A, a collector deck and I said, be right. careful with bounce cards. Yes. Nebula's effect only has to proc the first time. So if you bounce her back with Falcon or Beast and then play her again on the turn that you play her in that lane, if they did not play a card, she still gets the plus two. So it's not mm. every turn you play her. It's just the first turn you play her. 
Really? Yeah, so that That's that'll get fixed, though. Yeah. Oh, wow. it'll so, probably get fixed. But again, enjoy it while you can. That's the theme I, of Nebula. Enjoy yeah, it while the, you can. The other thing, the other thing about her though is like the uh, the thing that I think balances her out is the fact that there's so many cards that can interact with her. So again, I know Elector's not really in the format, but honestly, yeah. I was playing the other night on stream. I got hit with an Electra. I'm sure it was a bot, but it did. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you do have Killmonger. You do have Polaris. So I've seen a lot of people playing Polaris, like in the Surfer decks, to move her around. Um, so it is something to keep in mind. But the other one I, th- I think a lot of people are maybe not remembering um, because she left the game for a little bit. But Kitty Pride is going to be a direct answer to her. So if you remember, Kitty Pride is always going to come to your hand now and you're going to have to replay her. So now you have a spot where... Hey, you can play your Nebula. I'm playing my Kitty Pride, and every turn I'm playing my Kitty Pride on that location, and my card's going up, and your card's not. So I do think that when that happens, especially when we have something like the Beast interaction happening, so now my Kitty Pride is free, and I can continue to do it for free and not cost energy to stop your Nebula, I do think that there's going to be some cards that kind of pop up. Uh, they're going to be a lot of fun because of that. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, Ken. Like I, she's She's good. I don't think she's OP, but she's definitely one of the best, bet, better, not the best, but the better one drops out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she'll get nerfed to that point of making it plus one. I mean, I understand where you're coming from and we've seen it a lot, but I think she'd get nerfed to become a one zero at least. Yeah, I could see that. But the plus two, yeah. I think it has to stay there because, again, like when Kitty Pride comes out, it's going to be a problem. She's not going to be able to get to that big number, right? Of one mm-hmm. nine, one one seven. I think one five will be the normal number she'll reach, but she'll yeah. need that plus two because if she goes to plus one, we're looking at a one three cost card, right? So at <laughs> that she's point, she's not getting curve. played. It's yeah, a she... curve, <laughs> right? One thousand percent. The advantage of Kitty yeah. Pride on the other end of it is that she's basically a spread out Hulk. You play six energy and you get twelve power. You just right. do it over the course of six turns versus all at one turn. So no. it's it's a different it's a whole nother strategy. No. Yeah. Well, I think you could play Negasonic next to the Nebula and take care of that kitty pride. <laughs> Very true. I like it. Very true. I've been I doing like that it. today. It's been so much fun. <laughs> All right. So speaking before we get to the next the next card or the season, you mentioned bots. Have you guys been seeing a ton of bots more? Yes. I so here's the thing. I'm I'm an infinite player every season. So when I start, it's not as bad as some of the other streamers, right? I don't get up to, I don't get up to level, you know, rank 500. I get up to like rank 110, 115. But I would say if I had to guess, because I've started to click on cards now, at least 30% of my matches are bots. And that's just an at least. Um, And the way I can tell for everybody watching this or listening is, if you see a card with an effect around it, but it's a base card, so it doesn't have a holographic background, it's not inked, it's not gold, uh, that's a bot. And uh, I've hit those quite a quite a bit, and they're a little bit easier to spot now because they've uh, increased the crackle look of a card while it's on the board, so they're a little bit easier right. to spot mm-hmm. now. So, and those bots yeah. retreat super. Yes. Early. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying. I and I hate yeah. the I hate the turn six retreat from a bot <laughs> when they've snapped oh, they snapped on three i've snapped on four and then they retreat on six and i'm like come on man just give me most four extra carrot, cubes <laughs> exactly i mean what do you guys think to get 
to fix this bot problem. I mean, there's a lot of players now compete compared from when the game launched in October yeah. to now. I know some fell off due to the whole Shuri meta yeah. upset time, but um, we should have enough players to where we can wait a couple more seconds to play a real human. No. Yeah. That I don't even think that it's the issue about waiting anymore. I think it's a matter of the MMR matchup system where they've talked ah, about yes. that they've yeah. continued to, you know, you know, take that limiter every single season and they've made it smaller and smaller and smaller. But until we have a complete MMR reset where every single account for, you know, once every even just do it once every 3 months, full MMR reset, get all of us back on the same playing field then we will all go up against each other. Because the thing is, if you are in the top group and then you just got squished together, you're all still playing all against the top group. That's going to be your preferred matchup, even in a smaller pressed together MMR pool to pull from when you're getting that getting your matches made. So it's not fully solving the issue. It's putting a bandaid on it for the first six hours of 30 days. And that's where we need to be like, yeah. hey, guys, did you not just see the people who got into infinite in two and a half hours after reset with a Patriot yeah, I, deck? I think they need Come to on. I think they need to get rid of that. They they I think, honestly, they need to take a season and remove it and see what happens, because I want to see those players that are and I'm not saying anything about skill level. Right. I'm just saying I would like to see those yeah. people going against a real person every single time. Because bots are very predictable in what they're going to do. They have weird decks that aren't optimized. So, like, put them against players. And what they're trying to solve for is that one person, right, that's going against the person that's, like, way higher than their skill level. But honestly, it's hard to tell after this many months, are those people's skill levels at as high as we think they are because they're getting to rank 500? Because they're getting to rank 500 by playing bots 90% of the time. So, like, yeah. let's let's just open it up, season. Let's see what happens. If it's bad, fix it the following season. But right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I The bots, I, I get why bots are there, but it's it's definitely yeah. unfair in some senses. So I totally agree. And with the new mode conquest coming next month, we should have no bots. Mm. Strictly yeah. humans. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll That's see right. who was the better of the better. <laughs> the best of the best <laughs> at that time. Yeah, Very true. All right. So with the new season, of course, we get new cards. This is a five-week month, right? Mm -hmm. So we start off with Nebula. Next up is Ironland. So Ironland's ability is on reveal. Copy the text of your deck's top card. All right. How do you guys feel about this card? Go ahead, guest. Uh, he's going to be one that I get for 6,000 tokens and then wait seven days to use. <laughs> you got to wait to see what other up. people are doing? Yeah. No, not at all. Duck? No, you won't have I'm waiting for Howard the Duck. 100%. Yeah, no. okay. Iron, the, right. Iron Lad needs to be played with Howard the Duck. And they're a duo that if you're going to invest in one, invest in Howard the Duck. Don't invest in Iron Lad. But if you invested into Howard the Duck, you should know that the door should be open for Iron Lad because their synergy together is obvious and fantastic. You've got, you know, Iron Lad, who's taking the on reveal of copy, the text keyword, not the ability, but the text of the top card in your deck. 
And then you've got Howard the Duck that allows you to tap him and show, hey, by the way, this is what the top card is that's coming in. Heads up. So then you can just have this automatic perfect play synergy and you're going to have turn three Galactus. Literally. You go Howard the Duck, Zabu, Iron Lad notices that Galactus is on top of the deck. Boom. You're going to have it that fast and at six power. And they showed it in the video that, yes, he's going to put into a Galactus. The chance of that combo being consistent is impossible. It's just niche and fun. So let's just throw that out there. Well, it's not going to be the OP Galactus deck. It's going to be a fun variant to add into Galactus decks, but it doesn't make the Galactus deck better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that. I think there's, there's ways you can build around them. Now, the other side, the other thing, so you're looking at Iron Lad as kind of like the null uh, and, and Howard, the Howard, the duck being the Galactus, right? Not again, not clearly saying yeah. the Galactus deck. I'm just saying you're, you're equivalent, yeah. right? You like Null's good, the other. but yeah, Galactus right. is, it's better with Galactus. Same thing here. Now I think you 100%. can build a deck around him without Howard, the duck. Yes. Howard, the duck's going to make him so much better. It's also going to make cards like Jubilee better. So you can see what's coming up with her. I know we're going to talk about Howard, the duck in a minute, but um, I, I think you can use iron lad with, a very strategic deck. So you have to make sure until you can see what that card is, you have to make sure you know that no matter what the next card is, that effect is going to be good. So if we think about a lot of decks right now, you have cards that don't interact well by themselves. So you think of like a Wong plus a Mystique. They have to go in a very particular order or they're bad, right? You you think right. of cards like um, Patriot decks, right? You wouldn't want him to accidentally hit an Ultron too early and then clog up a whole bunch of lanes. But you can definitely put him in a deck with things like Jubilee, Dr. Doom, like the cards where if I play him on four and it hits a Dr. Doom, I'm happy. If I play him on four and it hits a Jubilee that hits a Dr. Doom, I'm happy, right? So I, I definitely think there's some decks that you can do, but you have to be very precise on every card in your deck to where there's not a dead hit with him. Like you're not going to have Ebony Maw in your in your deck or something like that right because you don't want him copying that text but yeah i right. i think he'll be good he's definitely going to be a pickup for myself as well um and as far as playing him i think i'll play around and experiment with some decks i don't know if he'll be my go-to until i know i have a very you know synergistic precise deck and howard the duck is definitely going to be the card that helps uh make that possible no i totally agree um howard the duck will make this card way better of course. Um, I think this card reminds me of Lockjaw, kind of, because mm -hmm. yeah, all your Lockjaw decks, if Iron Lad is in it, whatever card he pulls, you're happy with, right? Yeah. So I think you build a deck without Howard the Duck, like Lockjaw, all your big cards, whatever it is, you'll be happy. Um, mm -hmm. But with Howard the Duck, of course, it'd be a way better combo. And I think Howard the Duck should have been the first card that comes out. Yeah. I'm surprised they went this route, but I guess they wanted to give us this before we go with the uh, the, the Howard the Duck. Either way, yes, Iron Lad mm -hmm. is a card that I'll be picking up as well. It's coming out next week uh, for 6K tokens. We feel he's worth that, right? Yeah. To have an extra card so. in your deck, he's worth it. So now, yeah. for example, are we okay with playing two of the same card? Yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. We're too cordial I mean, here, damn it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, <laughs> go ahead. 
I, I mean, I, I definitely think so. I, th- I think you, you look at that, plus you've got other cards you can put in there with Absorbing Man and, and things like that. But, you know, most of the time, as long as you got good cards in there, I'm I'm cool with playing the same card twice. Okay. I think uh, in a general good cards deck, you're going to be making a new archetype for him of, like, just a good abilities deck now. You know, like yeah. your Black Panthers, for example. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Do we think Crystal gets buffed with this card? Maybe. I don't think uh, she should. I th- well, she doesn't get buffed. She just okay. gets mildly more interesting. Interesting. Well, maybe with think, Howard the Duck more so than Iron Land. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I, I think the hard part with Crystal is like, right now she has the the stipulation she has to be played in the middle lane. And so with so many, especially, I mean, we'll talk about in a minute, we've got another location that's going to prevent you from maybe using her on a certain turn. So like there's so many locations starting to come up that say you can't play in this location, whether it's a certain turn period, whatever it is. Um, I think that hurts any of the cards right now that are locked to a very specific location. So I, I think if they maybe take that away from her, the stipulation from her, that just pretty much says, and I get that not having it allows you to maybe play somewhere else and still use her if you don't want to reshuffle. But I don't know. I mean, it definitely helps if you just had like a really crummy hand and you want to just reshuffle around. But the RNG in that still just scares me a little bit. Okay, that's fair. And of course, the next card, the card we were just talking about, of course, is Howard the Duck. So is he going to be worth your 6K tokens? I'm sure you both will say yes. His ability is ongoing. Tap this to see the top card of your deck. Now, they did a, um, not a nerf, but they kind of changed Chavez's ability of Mm -hmm. always being the top card, putting her at the bottom, because, of course, if she was in your deck, Howard the Duck will always see Chavez at the top. There's a caveat. There's a caveat. There's a caveat. Let's hear There's it. a big caveat because we because fa- I found this out after doing some testing and realizing that hey why is Yondu all of a sudden still killing my Chavez on turn one because Chavez is supposed to be in the bottom of the deck. Note if you play Howard the Duck, do not play him in a deck that includes shuffling your cards like Crystal. So this kind of brings this all back. Well, to if the, you have if you have you Chavez. Play, I'm, I'm getting there, damn it. <laughs> so if you're if you're doing the shuffle with Chavez at any point, whether it be through Lockjaw, whether it be, be through Crystal, through anything that mixes cards into your deck, including even Thor, all of that will mess up the order of the cards, which means that Chavez now has a new placement. So if you have Chavez in a shuffled deck and she ends up as the top card, she will still, just like she used to do, stay as the top card, for mm-hmm. X amount of turns until turn six, and then she pulls away. So wow. if you have Howard the Duck and you mixed up your cards and now Chavez is on top, Howard is most likely only going to see Chavez for the next couple of turns. So it's pointless. So yeah. they apparently did that on purpose. Purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I so asked. Just be careful. I asked Glenn uh, in the, the creator area about that okay. when Guest found it. And uh, he did confirm that is that is the way it's supposed to work. So uh, not only are they cards that shuffle your deck on your side, you have to remember things like Rock Slide and Korg also throw wow. things in your deck and shuffle them. So you need to be careful when it comes to 
Chavez specifically being in the deck. So again, Howard the Duck, totally fine checking out the cards as long as you don't have a card like Chavez or I don't think there's any other card right now, but any other cards that may get stuck on the top of your deck um, at some point because you never know what we'll get with future cards. But specifically right now, Howard the Duck plus Chavez, non-bow, don't do it. It's just going to hurt you. Okay. You guys heard it here first. Do not put Chavez (laughs) in a deck with Howard the Duck. Doesn't matter that she's supposed to be at the bottom. She will end up at the top (laughs) if your cards ever shuffle. Thank you guys for that. Did not know that. So that's amazing. All right. She so, could. 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 It could. So yeah. Could, could. But will because that's our luck. So. That's because, a, of course, that's especially as a, yeah. a streamer luck, of course, for the three of us. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like the danger room, right? 25%? All the time. 25 Every time. <laughs> every time. So, danger Panther. So go. No, no, no. <laughs> Unless you're trying to throw a Bucky into it. Oh, yeah. If you try to throw oh, a Bucky, oh, he's landing. No. He's yeah. not dying. Yeah. No. Bucky, Electro, <laughs> power. or, D, or um, the Hood? Hood, never. yeah, never, yeah. Would die. Never. Uh, never. Speaking of that, congratulations, guests! You are now part of the verified crew, right? Congratulations, yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. Awesome. I you, am officially you a in part the chat of the creator group. Yes. Uh, I am not yet because priorities, okay. like season launch, have to take that you know thing. But I've done all my <laughs> what I need to do on the back end and sent all okay. that stuff in, and now I just Perfect. sit here patiently waiting my turn because right. uh, I'm excited to join my brethren, like the two of you here so i'm very awesome. very happy to be a part of it that is awesome welcome that's yeah. great stuff thank you all right so howard the duck we spoke about him we're gonna get him any other synergy you see besides Ireland with howard the duck and jubilee yeah 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 um i mean i think a lot of it uh and i can't think off the top of my head of specific cards that that you're gonna want to know but I think overall, just the synergy of knowing what card you're getting next is going to be pretty huge. So when you think about, like, what am I going to play this turn, knowing that I'm going to draw a one-drop next turn or I'm going to draw a six-drop next turn is always going to be a, a huge um, advantage when you're going through there. Um, I'd have to look back on cards. I don't know, guess if you have one other specific besides, like, Jubilee that would want to yeah, know. I mean, Lockjaw, I guess, right? I mean... <sighs> He does. He does a shuffle though. He's not doing from the from the top of the deck specifically. Oh, okay. Um, knowing that you're going to get that pull, the only I believe the only two cards in the in the game right now that specifically use the phrase top of the deck, or top of you know in that instance are just Jubilee and I, what will be Iron Lad. So if you choose not to get Iron Lad, you know the discount version in a way is going to end up be using Jubilee. Um, but now you're just doing it for two board spaces um, and one little extra power i think that howard the duck is going to be one of those just always good to have tech cards and is just always going to be an option of well which uh, i need something to fill the curve this is Mm -hmm. great either way you know you're gonna maybe see some nice synergies for example with ongoing decks for the spectrum ongoings because you're gonna know if you're going say you're getting into that turn six and i haven't pulled spectrum yet it's really good to know if you're going to pull it because then you're making that final decision of am I going with the Professor X lane and version or am I using a destroyer version or you kind of have that last turn affirmation heading into it. So that's probably going to be a, a, a secondary deck I'm going to try with Howard the Duck is just a classic ongoing deck. Um, but nothing jumps out at me quickly as I, as I try to look at it on the back end here with just the word top of deck. But I think those are the only ones. It's, yeah, Jubilee, 
Yondu has that synergy for killing, but right. that's for the opposite side. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really about it. it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel that all the deck trackers, snap.fan and um, untapped, will be very happy with these two cards, both this and um, Iron Lad, <laughs> because yes. you can just sit there and hopefully guess, all right, this is the next card, you know? So yeah. we'll see. That's the synergy I see with these two cards and those deck mm -hmm. trackers. All right. And then we go on to the other um, card that's coming up, which is everybody's looking for this card. Everybody wants this card. This is the card that everybody says they want out of everything mm -hmm. else. And that's the high Evo. This card yeah, yeah. does some amazing things Ooh. to all the other <laughs> vanilla cards. Yeah. Now, this card itself is for a seven. Ooh. But yes, yeah. Yeah. being a zero one. All right. So out of all the cards that's coming out, I feel this card, not the card itself, but the abilities to these vanilla cards will be nerfed. But before we get into that, you guys are the guests. How do you guys feel about High Evo? Some of us literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will. I just want to caveat before you jump in there, guests. Just again, if you're watching the stream, you're listening in. I continue to see this on Facebook. So let's clear it up now, guys. He will not work with Patriot. So don't put him and Patriot in the same deck thinking they're going to work because at start of game, these cards are getting abilities and Patriot will no longer work with them. So I just want to throw that out because I keep seeing it getting posted on Facebook and I'm just like, guys, this, this is how this card works. So it, uh, it replaces Patriot. It's a whole different style deck. So with that being said, guess just, just jump in there. Cool. So you know, outside of the caveat of, yeah, we'll probably find some weird hybrid cheeky deck just for fun anyway, with like zero and Sauron and a whole bunch of stuff. But until then, you know, we'll, we'll maybe not Sauron because that doesn't work except for Hulk, but we'll, we'll have some fun. Nevertheless, we'll have some fun. Um, I think high Evo is out of the two because it's constantly back and forth and we have not gotten confirmation yet. Um, I do think that this, because of how dynamic the synergies are that he is the big bad. I do not think it's living tribunal. Uh, I think most of us are on that train, but you can still make a case for the other side. Right. Um, I am most excited with this specific deck for none of these cards here. None of the cards that change directly. I think that this is the rise of hazmat as a, a tier deck because the amount of cards here that just reduce power, reduce power, reduce power. You're turning Wasp into essentially a zero three. Abomination's gonna have so many different ways to get out for free, which will be the card that gets adjusted that that will say minimum of one. Just get ready for yeah. it. Okay. Just yep. again come nope. come to terms with you. it. Yep. <laughs> so like all of this, like reduce power here, reduce power here, reduce power here. That's the strength of the hazmat deck. But the problem with the hazmat deck is that it's not enough to take just four power away or maybe eight power away you've got to land the combo to get multiple runs of that to go down and with this now putting pretty beefy power out there in synergy with a good amount of reduction simultaneously like the fact that thing is now a basically a four nine that's insane like high evo is never going to get played you're never going to see it on the battlefield ever because there's so many other good cards that are going to evolve and so many other micro synergies that you're going to be able to make because you're never going to play all of the cards together. It's always going to be the on reveal versions or all the minusing versions or the 
you know, the power gain versions, you're going to split this up into multiple parts. I think, and I mean, he ends up building is awesome. It's awesome. I mean, he ends up like Thanos, right? Like if you look at yeah. most Thanos decks, Thanos never gets played. You're, you're messing with right. your stones. Yeah. You're messing with the cards in the lockjaw. I mean, he may get played now with all the nerfs that, that have happened to the deck, but originally he didn't. I think he just plays that same kind of role. Um, so if you need him on turn six, or maybe you've got your abomination down to a one, so on turn five you drop him an abomination or something like that. So I, I think he may see play every now and then, but I, I would agree with you on that, that he, he's probably not, I mean, he's not the focus. He's just giving these abilities because, I mean, there there's some pretty crazy things they've done to these cards and it's funny to me is like i mean again going back to the facebook direct groups and things like that everybody continues said like hey cyclops needs to be better right like why is yeah. cyclops the leader of the x-men such a bad card with nothing yep. you know in him um and, and now i mean if you look at his ability unspent energy every turn you're putting minus two on random cards on that location to where i mean throw him with a sunspot throw him with uh you know she Hulk as as top end of this deck or something like that, and he's he's gonna be pretty good. So, I agree with you. The rise of Hazmat, but also mm -hmm. the rise of Enchantress and Luke Cage, oh, yeah. right? Because yep. I think Luke Cage oh, will be yeah. everybody's card list after this card comes out, um, mm -hmm. and Enchantress will have to be there too to shut that down. But um, no, I'm excited for this card and to get see these cards get some abilities finally. Um, Cyclops, yeah. yeah, these are the things that Cyclops needed before. I, I still think he should have been able to destroy the weakest cards on that location. You know, that'd have been pretty cool. Um, but to do this is still great too. And High Evo being that card to give these cards abilities is, is phenomenal. So mm -hmm. even thinking about that. There could be other cards in the future that comes out that High Evo kind of works with, and that's going to yep. be even awesome. Now, the other question comes in, what about the Raptors? What about the Ninjas? What about, <laughs> I know they don't start in your deck, but those cards are just sitting on a, yeah, go ahead. What do we feel? Well, that's been confirmed. Glenn's come okay. forward and said it's only the seven zero yeah. through six power no ability ones it's just okay. them it's not rocks it's not raptors it's not demons it's not ninjas it's a, it's just yeah. wasp misty, misty night shocker cyclops the, the thing abomination hulk exclusively yeah because it's at start of I've game unlock secret hulk. abilities on the cards yeah, yeah. on right. your cards so you're right um, you're right but but i agree with you though I, I think that it's cool because now it opens up a space because i do feel like for the last few months they're not gonna they're not gonna give us another vanilla card, right? Like most of these vanilla cards are series one. Let's get you in the game. Let's let yeah. you understand it before we start adding in all these different abilities. So they had a place. Uh, and of course, Patriot was the spot where you could go, okay, well, they have a place and I can use Patriot to help out. Um, but it's definitely one of those now it opens up this um potential of them going, hey, let's make a, a 616, right? Like a vanilla card. That's better than Hulk, or let's, you know, drop uh, another card that's uh, a zero cost or a one cost to help with the uh, Kazar decks. But if you want to play them with high evolutionary, now you've got a, a even better card. Because I, I do feel like the odd part about this is you have high evolutionary, you have these cards, and so now you're having to add cards with text within the deck. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, like you mentioned, hazmat. 
um, even throwing in Wong and some of those to double up some of these, you know, on reveals. But it do, it would make sense if there was essentially eleven other cards without text that you could add with them as kind of a base. If you don't know what you're doing, throw these eleven cards with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be great. I totally agree. And maybe we'll see some down the mm-hmm. line, hopefully. But we see how that goes. All right, and we have the last card. The card that also everybody's looking to get and excited about. And that is the Living Tribunal. That got updated today. Yes. Sure <laughs> With did. his power. Yes. Yeah. So yes. as of today, he's now a 6'6, six, six, right? Yep, 6'6. Six, six. Yeah. And um got some awesome variants, actually. Wow. Flaviano looks great. Yeah. All right. So his ability. Split your total power evenly among all locations. He's essentially a nexus. Um, So far, every card we've seen, I think, is worth 6K tokens. So if you guys have your tokens, save up those 20, 24, 20K tokens to get these cards. And um, I feel this card is going to be a great card to many decks and a great turn six play to try to win the game but as i saw in the chat today i think default dan brought it up Mm -hmm. super scroll is going to be a problem how do you guys feel about this card (laughs) we we actually talked about a super scroll earlier this week on on our podcast too so we'll get into that in a second but uh as far as as far as the tribunal here's the thing i've been so against this card for the last month when he was a three power card um, now that he's a six power card, that is an additional three power, which, yeah, it's not that much, but I don't know. I mean, it's definitely one of those cards where you're going to need to put cards with them. So Iron Man, um, Onslaught, that kind of stuff. But I mean, like if you can, if you can cheat this out, right, you put in Electro into a deck and so you can get that Iron Man uh, Onslaught Tribunal onto one location, it's going to be a pretty big problem. But... I still feel like there's so many answers out there right now with Enchantress getting a buff. You have cards like Rogue uh, that's starting to make a resurgence in the um, Silver decks because of Super Scroll and because Super Scroll's pretty much just going to be like, hey, I like your Tribunal. Uh, Here, I've got my own. Plus, it's got Iron Man's ability, (laughs) you know, and so on that, that you're using on top of the deck I'm already using that's good. So I don't know. I mean, it's one of those cards where... Is it going to be busted? Sure. There's going to be some games that this thing is going to look super busted. And then there's going to be a lot of games where it's not because you're taking your 30 power now and splitting it over three lanes. And now you have 10 power in each lane. So you're going to have to play him a very specific way. Um, and so for me, he's probably worth the 6,000 tokens. But in my eyes, I don't think he's better than the other cards we've seen. Um, and again, High Evolutionary would definitely be my first spend over him but i was wrong about thanos so i'll throw it over to guest because i know guest is on the tribunal train <laughs> so i was very heavily on the tribunal train when he was a six four because my head kept going negative deck negative deck negative deck negative deck because that <laughs> would have just been having That's him true. as a potential four six yeah with the problem. potential of the iron man and the mystique and the onslaught on you know with magic and yada yada like it would have been absolutely you know 
game-changing combos that would have been there. But now that he's 6'6", I think there's the thematic element as well, which is, well, if everything is even, why is his power and his cost not even? So there's that element to it. So I can understand if that's a part I of think, I think it. Was a, I think it was a math thing. I think yeah. it was a math harder, thing as it's well. It's harder to split of, four power over three three locations. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with his power because it's about everybody's know, power. It's not correct, just his correct, power. Correct. He's not that impactful because he's an even number that isn't divisible by three. I think that that argument is incredibly... <laughs> Yeah, for one card. <laughs> Are you playing only Tribunal and risking Maybe. two power on every lane? No. Tri so, tribunal no. plus Iron Man. It's still even and over plus... three lanes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> it's plus not Mystique. Be because Zero we already know still. the rounding system, though. We know the rounding system is, uh, if it is not divisible by, by three nah, plus one, it's going to round down. Plus two, it's going to round up. We've gotten that confirmed also. With him being a 6-6, six, six, I think that this... In, at least in my opinion, almost mandates magic as needing to be the synergy that coincides with Living Tribunal. I think you're going to need that seventh turn now to get the final extra oomph move, whatever it is, to, you know, split it all out. Um, I think Tribunal has a lot of cheeky plays that could be thrown out there, too. I think you're going to see a lot of fake Galactus Tribunal decks because you're just throwing a lot of power all into one lane. You're throwing those cards that are, you know, be destroyed, etc., and then all of a sudden, on you've got Electro out, right? And you've just destroyed a whole bunch of stuff the couple of turns, and then boom, Null drops down. Why the hell is Null there? <laughs> Living Tribunal. Like, I, I think there's there's going to be a lot of cool decks that come from this. He's not going to be a deck in and of itself necessarily, because he's going to be a card that plugs into currently existing decks. Yeah, I think he is still going to be worth 6,000 tokens, because he is a He's going to end up becoming this really great tournament card because you're going to hang on to him for as long as possible. And then all of a sudden you've got this meta card that you can drop in on round th round four that, oh, well, now I don't know. Are you going to drop the tribunal in turn six and divide the power up because you were playing right. a, a, an Omega red deck mm -hmm. or something like he's going to have that type of awesome synergy. And I think he's still worth six thousand. I'm less excited about him at six power okay. but i'm still excited i mean i still think you can go on a negative deck right yeah yeah iron absolutely. man zero five mistake zero three right should live a tribunal you, six six anyway i mean you could I also do no. you could also do uh zola in that zola, deck too so yeah. like you could copy yeah. your iron man into two spots like oh, yeah, it could be pretty crazy two yeah two living tribunals right <laughs> yeah so i think i mean in a negative deck yeah. it's still a problem yeah yeah wow this card's going to be crazy. Any nurse for this card? <laughs> I don't um, think so. I don't think no, so. no. I, I think, think so. it's it's such yeah. a unique ability, and yeah. it's not one that I, I don't forecast becoming that big of an issue, but I think it will bring the rise back to cards like Black Panther and Shuri, and it will give them another purpose for right. a new, hey, this is the card you were missing for that right. specific deck type of thing. Like, right. So I think it's gonna be a fun card. So I think I think what we're gonna see at some point, right? Not I don't think it'll be a nerf. I think it'll be a card that answers it. So he is ongoing. They changed it to be instead of just text on the card, it was ongoing now. So yes, depending on turn, um, you know, priority, you can still hit him with Enchantress or whatever to get rid of that. But I think what we're going to see eventually 
and this may be a good segue also to your your next topic. I yes. think we're probably going to see a card that has the text that says text at this location out, you know, all other cards except for this card text at this location is disabled. So just like we're seeing with Enchantress being able to hit stuff, you're seeing, um, you know, Red Skull being on the, or not Red Skull, um, Super Scroll being on the other end of that of gaining everything. Like, I think we're going to get something like they did with Leech, but it just be like, hey, this is essentially an ongoing, but it's not. It's just saying, hey, all of the cards text is removed here. And maybe that's an answer to him as well. So you don't have to worry about priority um, and doing a non-reveal type thing. That's fair. I totally agree with that. And before we dive into those new locations, I think the card that will be the answer for him is Galactus. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, we want to talk about Galactus. I mean, you know what? Before we do that, (laughs) because it's a good topic. (laughs) We'll go into the locations, but we'll come back to Galactus. So we have two new locations coming up. One is called Deep Space. Card text is disabled here, like um, Default Dan just mentioned. We have Milano, which is turn five, is the only turn cards can be played here. Now, these are two new new locations that, again, prohibit us Mm -hmm. from playing, which I think we get a ton of these, and we need to stop because I'm tired of seeing (laughs) these locations. Sandbar, um, Plunder Castle, um yeah. caracoa playing for us yes Pets- uh, the Come miniature on. lab is is so miniature annoying lab. yes i mean it's great for nebula now yeah but um yeah I, i'm gonna tell these locations how you guys feel about these two locations so the only the only upside to this one is it specifically says played right there there's some other yeah. ones where you can't add cards and things like that like so we do still have, and, and the problem with this location, especially when it becomes the featured one, Dr. Doom's going to be everywhere, right? It's going to be Doom Wave. We're going to be adding our Doom bots on turn six to it, and that's that's why it's going to shine. But yeah, I, I really don't like this one. We've definitely seen the ones where they shut off at four, they shut off at five. They're annoying, but they're okay. Miniature Lab, I feel like, has been really annoying. We're shutting off at two. So now to have a location that says, literally, here's the only turn, you can play cards here, I think is bad. I think it's a bad uh, location design. Um, just like Plunder's Castle, I think is a bad location design where it has to be a six drop. So like Wave cuts off most of your plays. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it. I think it may need to have that text change like they did with um, the other locations like Crimson and mm-hmm. um, where it's the card, right? Not what it is currently, not the cost that it is, but the cost of that card. So if you do wave, mm. those six cost cards yeah. should still be played in Plunder Castle. Uh, but yeah, what do you feel about these two locations, guys? Uh, deep space with the disabling of card text, you know, that's just, you know, straight up muscle for muscle at that point. I don't mind that one when it's a featured location. It might become a little bit annoying, you know, in the future, considering that you're, yeah, yeah, you're just trying to find. It, well, no, it's not no ability. It doesn't have the ability removed. Right. It's just, just text. card text is disabled. So right. I, no, think I think the fact it that should using the phrasing disabled. It does not mean no ability, because disabled mm. is different. No ability would be like a raptor that says the text screen. So I think that this is just nothing works with it. It's just muscle it out. I need and I need I, to I, test I, that. Well, let's yeah. let's test that later we because I want to see leech. I want to see Leech plus Patriot because it'd be the same effect. 
I have not tried it since they changed Leech. Leech disables or Leech? He does disable, right? Yeah. It disables it on turn six. So if I play it on turn six, does Patriot pump it up? It used he to be. He removes abilities. He removes, he removes abilities, abilities. Quote unquote. Okay. Oh, he does. Quote, quote. Disable he removes text. All abilities. It's not okay. disable text. All right. So That's because fair. because of that, I think it's just going to be like you got a super scroll. He's he's just two power. That's all he's got. Good luck. Right. You know, like that kind okay. of effect. Um, with Milano, turn five is the only t- turn cards can be played here. Y- you hit the big word on that, Dan, which was you know played. So you are looking at all of your other throw them across the way synergies you're looking at your ultron your you know your dr doom your squirrel girl etc it's going to be one of those uh this is basically just sanctum sanctorum with a back door yeah that's how i'm looking at it and when i look at it from that perspective it's annoying but i think it will be just like hey this is going to be a location you should play uh, a featured location that you should play into build a deck around because it's going to be later on in the month this is the time to climb. Go ahead and build a deck that has a bunch of those things and Mr. Fantastics that reach outward, et cetera. Um, but I, I'm not too worried about it later on being mixed in. Deep Space is just going to be really annoying. Almost as annoying as District X, almost, but not to that. Like, that's its own category. Yeah, yeah that's a whole you know what different I mean? annoyance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. So we spoke about the cards we're most excited about this season. We spoke about the cards that will be nerfed. Um, the card that everyone's talking about now that feels is a problem is Galactus. So I've seen a ton of content creators, a ton of players. Everybody have mixed feelings about it, but the majority, the needle is swinging towards Galactus is a problem. I don't believe it's a problem. I want to hear what you guys feel. Then I'll give my take on it. Guess he looks right. like you're ready. Who wants to go first? <laughs> oh, I, I'm stretching. I am. Yeah. I am raring up. You know, because I I know where I know where default Dan sits on this. So, mm-hmm. you know, with without this needing to have a part two podcast, um, I'll I'll try and summarize my opinion on the Galactus situation, mm-hmm. uh, in a very condensed manner for you because I respect you and I like you and I like your viewers even though I don't know them. But soon, hopefully, you shall <laughs> over on our podcast as well. Um. Galactus isn't a problem. Tokens are a problem. Galactus is not a difficult deck to navigate around. Knowing where to use your collector's tokens is even easier because everything has a big bad value. You have Thanos, which is always 6,000 tokens, and you have Galactus, which is always 6,000 tokens. It is an extremely easy archetype to understand and build you have these cards you play these cards you don't you play these if you get everything filled up or someone plays a debris run like hell that's it game over it's brainless it's an incredibly easy deck to run and because of that and because you have such limited access to your collector's tokens and you're trying to figure out should i use it on on the new shiny toy or should i use it on the deck that of quite a few people to say the minimum are are running i think that the deck is not necessarily the issue. It's more about the fact that when you get your collector's tokens and you've got to choose, what are you going to want to invest 6,000 into? The deck that is tried and true and will climb, but it's a slow and steady grind, and it will definitely work, which is why it takes over the meta in so many different ways. Or are you going to try it based on the YouTube videos of 
people who have only less than three days of experience with a card and said that this is absolutely worth your 6,000 tokens. It's too risky. You make a safer investment. When it comes to countering the card, and there's a lot of conversations, a lot of people have posted a lot of stuff about, well, it's easy to play around. Da, da, da. It is easy to play around. But the purpose of building a deck in Marvel Snap is not to say, I need to be always ready for this deck. If you encounter it, you try to play around it, but knowing that it's over you know, 10 to 15% of the decks played to what we know currently based on you know the trackers that we both have you know access to, it's a nuisance and it is brainless, but it is effective. So if you're someone who likes to fulfill all of your dailies, if you're someone that needs to, you know, fill out your series three and you're just trying to move up the collection ladder and you got those tokens, of course, we're going to say invest into Galactus. Thanos first, Galactus second, Kang will talk next week. You know, so right. I think that there's that deep issue rooted in this that isn't being talked about because I've listened to a lot of content over the last couple of days specifically talking about this, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on other podcasts, whether it be on Reddit, a lot, as you said, a lot of people are talking about this and there's a lot of positive conversation about what the issue is. But I think the bigger issue at hand is the fact of the accessibility of making that deck appear in your roster as a choice is a huge part of it that is not being discussed because I know you've done it. I've watched you do it, Ken. I've watched you do it, Default Dan. People say, hey, I've got 6,000 tokens. Should I get Galactus or should I get Iron Lad? We're almost always going to say, get Galactus. It's the safe bet. And we're all just as guilty for making that eventually happen. There are ways around it that you could adjust or nerf things. Galactus doesn't need to be nerfed necessarily. I think Galactus needs to be changed. No, and, Different than nerf. Well, and I, I think that they've already they've already nerfed them where they needed to, which was make him a two power. That way you still have answers like Professor X and some other cards to where like, hey, if I see that you're doing this on turn five, I'm just going to Professor X the lane and I win. Um, th there's There's a lot of... Like you mentioned, there's a ton of answers to it. Debris, Professor X, uh, Polaris pulling something into that lane. I mean, Goblins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's some games that feel bad, right? They they turn three Electro into turn four Doc Ock, and they literally pull your hand, and you have nothing left, and you're top decking into yeah. their Galactus, um, and that feels bad. But there's a lot of games where you're going to be in that situation where you're just not going to win it, and so. I don't think he's he's to the point that the deck needs to be nerfed or anything, but I will caveat all of this with the fact that we are all series three complete. We're all like into into heavy into series five and and you know the four and five and stuff yeah, like that. The collectors, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that where some people are seeing Galactus being being a problem, and again, this is because I hang out on the Facebook groups and Reddit and things like that, is those people that are barely in to series three and people have those tokens and they bought galactus and they're playing galactus against people that don't have these well you know crafted decks that have one or two answers popped in their deck not i mean they're they're specific answers to galactus but they're also just good cards that work with your deck so i i think that when we hear people complaining i think it's i think it's a lot of that rather than us being like you know using the top well, top index well, here's the thing. I, I, I'm i going to push on the idea of exasperation because 
I watch content creators on Twitch and in YouTube videos when they go up against a Galactus deck. The second you see Yondu, they're already squinting. And the second they see Wolverine, they're yawning. Or Cloak. Or yep. nothing and then turn three Electro. Well, there you go. Like, it's brainless and it is boring. At least if you see a Misty Knight, you don't know. Is it Cerebro or is it Patriot? Who knows? Tune in next week. Like that. It's always Patriot. Know. You have to, right. you have to play into now. it. Yeah, normally. Let's be honest here. But yeah, you got to play into it a little yeah. bit. And yeah. that's, I think, a, a huge part of this conversation is you're just tired of it. So I talked about it last week on our podcast where I don't think that the Galactus deck necessarily needs an issue. I think one of the things that should happen is I think Null needs to be a six negative two. I think that he is because then he cancels out the power of Galactus and now it's a dead even. So now you have to land the right combos and Null is Null is the reason people retreat. It's not death. It's almost never death. Death is like, that's 12 power. Okay, I think I got a Chavez or I got this. Okay, I should hold on a little bit. But when you just killed two whole lanes that had 20 some odd power each and you don't have either Enchantress, Rogue, or Shang-Chi, as well as letting them have priority with a two yeah. power card, you know, I think that that's a huge part of it. And I think if you drop Null down even just a little bit, that might be a part of what assists it because the devs are not going to nerf Galactus. Let's make that really clear. They're not going to ruin anything about Galactus. But if they did, if they did. <laughs> what do you think they I, should be? I, I think they should invert what his ability does. So destroy, destroy the lane that he's played exactly. into as long as no other cards are played here. And then leave the other two lanes. Because remember, uh -huh. he eats worlds. So now you've got two lanes open. Yeah, but then now he kills himself. Completely... Yeah, he kills him. Oh, right. two power. Uh, Wah. Yeah, but, well, like, I'm saying like... Think about, if, if think about that. If you're going How aesthetics. cool would that be? <laughs> yeah, he but if you're going himself. aesthetics, he's, he's, okay, gonna, he he's not going to kill hand. himself. But... He returns no, your I, hand. There. I don't know. He returns I... to your hand as well. Add that on. That's tough. I think that that would be fun. It would be a fun, right. because now it's a completely different deck. Now it actually brings different interest to Galactus because now the strategy is ass backwards. It's completely like, well, it's not about load, 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 Galactus, you know, and then just trying to drop that over in the corner and then Nimrod moves like, now it's a whole nother strategy. And yeah, a lot of cards change, a lot of priorities change. I think it's a solve for him. But again, I reiterate the prior statement. I do not think Galactus <laughs> is the problem. I think yeah. the collector's token system and us are the, problem. the problem. We, the content creators, because yeah. we have unfortunately accidentally enabled exactly what has become an issue, which is everybody has Galactus because we all said, yeah. oh, you got 6,000 tokens. You should probably go get one of these two first. Well, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in, in your opinion, Super Tech, when, when we look at this, because from my perspective, I don't feel like I see Galactus that much. I feel like I see Galactus one in... 15 or 20 games maybe um and so in those right. 15 or 20 games i you know half the time have the answer so right. i'm not getting i'm not getting beat by galactus all the time so i right. i mean like what are your thoughts um honestly we could go into what i think is really happening now because if i don't play galactus i don't see galactus <laughs> But if I play Galactus, <laughs> I see Galactus. That's, I mean, we could talk about yeah. that because I know Second Dinner said they don't 
do deck matching or look at yeah. decks. I, it's hard for me to believe. Yeah. If they said they yeah. do it, I believe them. But it's hard I, for me to say that because I, I, yeah, uh, I, I hate even this conversation, night, man. I hate I'm a this big, conversation. I'm a big Infinite <laughs> fan. That's that's my favorite card. Okay. Yeah. I haven't played Infinite in forever. Tell me the last time I've seen an Infinite. A long time, right? Probably when Galact when um Thanos was still rocking yeah. with the throne with the Quinjet. Lockjaw decks. Right. Like, right. Yeah. The last time I saw Infinite without Lockjaw. Last night I started playing Infinite with Nebula, right? Sunspot Nebula kind of. So I put Infinite in the deck. Guess what I lost to? An Infinite. <laughs> okay. So I haven't seen an Infinite because I'm playing Hit Monkey, haven't seen an Infinite. Play Galactus, haven't seen an Infinite. All of a sudden, I put Infinite in my deck last night with Nebula. Infinites are showing up. So back to the Galactus thing. I don't see it that much. And when I do see it, you're absolutely right. I know it's coming. I know how to beat it. Very simple. Yeah. I sit back and I go, do I want them to destroy this lane? Or do I want to Doc Ock and pull the, pull the cards and stop them? Or do I want to mm -hmm. Professor X? I've done that today. Professor yeah. X and take yeah. over their Galactus. So it's, it's definitely ways to beat it and i don't think i mean maybe we are the problem maybe we are the problem but that's how the game we was were, created right were we have the two past yes. tense. We're, okay we're not the problem we're. anymore don't right. leave us people we're yes. not the problem anymore <laughs> we have learned from our mistakes and we're right. all telling you just go for high evolutionary instead but i think, <laughs> I think yes i agree that and that's gonna be a problem I, I agree too. too i that's gonna get nervous it's gonna be a Everybody's gonna different <laughs> different problem but you know again but it is the fact that the system it feeds into that that's what right. the, the system does is it says saying. hey these are always yes. going to have yep. good value yep. economic value yep. so duh you might want yeah. to ignore the kang on the shelf but like these two yeah. over here they're great <laughs> wait so no 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 into them. But bring get kang and then iron lad so now you have another kang and right. then you and then you use absorbing man so you have another king. Another king. He right. no, he stays on the shelf until conquest. Absorbing man, wait for conquest. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna slap both of you through the screen. I swear. No, like, do not do not instigate this madness. You wait till conquest, please, and oh, then bring Kang off the shelf. Okay. Yeah, I think honestly, making null a series four is the problem i think that caused yeah. the issue because before null was a series four we didn't see a lot of galactus the only people playing galactus was whoever had Null, and that was yeah. the content creators the top percentage that had all the cards yeah the minute Null dropped lower and everybody can pick up Null. yeah they didn't run to the death decks no 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 they ran the thana i mean galactus galactus yeah, yeah. because yeah. of that 100 100 that's what that's what i feel happened Honestly, because yeah. Galactus we, well, we saw for this, a while. Well, and we saw the same thing with Shuri, right? As soon as Shuri right. dropped down, that's when Shuri became the problem because everybody right. had Shuri, and it yes. was super easy yep. to make that deck. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if they kept Null up in Series 5, we probably won't have this Galactus issue as much. Yes, right. people will still buy Galactus, but because of Null going down, that's what kind of sparked their eyes, right? Because they're like, who can I play Null with? It wasn't mm -hmm. Death. <laughs> It was yeah. Galactus, and I think that's also the issue. Um, as far as Galactus being nerfed, you know my take. I don't think he should be. Um, not even changed yeah. at this point. I just think, again, we need more cards to be buffed or more cards mm -hmm. that can stop him. 
And I think Galactus is is the answer to Living Tribunal because without Galactus, Living Tribunal can run rampant, right? Just think about that. Yeah. So I think we have some type of checks and balances right now. And I'm sure it doesn't matter what I say, the majority of people want to see a change to Galactus. And guess, I mean, if it happens, that might be the best change for him because giving him more power or less power or giving Null a negative power, I don't think will fix what people want that think this is the problem. I think giving him that ability of only destroying one lane or keeping other tools yeah. available, whatever the case is, I think yeah. that will probably be the best change I, that people want to see. I think I think a better change than that, right? Like, so I, I agree with you that right now, once once he destroys the other two lanes, it just changes the fabric of Marvel Snap, which is right. win the, the most out of three lanes. And I think that that's the biggest complaint. But him eating one lane, I feel like almost kills the card. I don't think I'm playing Galactus if he's just eating one lane. Um, Shang-Chi can, can be good enough to eat one lane, essentially, if they've got big drops that I, I don't like or something. Um, but you bring up a, an interesting, you know, potential of what they could do. So I've, I've seen a lot of people ask the question, especially when Galactus first came out, why can armor um, not protect my lane? Why can um, Wakanda Embassy, why does it right. get destroyed? Because it, Because things can't be destroyed here. So I think what you could actually do is either one, create a card that, which maybe wouldn't make sense, right? To protect a location, but maybe you turn that into that. Wakanda Embassy doesn't get destroyed. Maybe maybe armor does protect the lane, and that is a new answer for Galactus that's not too powerful because it would only affect Galactus, and it's just a slight tweak to, to the way armor works or the way that location works. It's different. It's weird, but maybe that's something that that could be an interesting way of playing with I like that. Yeah, I do like that. Because Wakanda, not Wakanda Embassy, Wakanda by itself, right? Yeah. Oh, just Wakanda? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always said that location that location should not be like armor. It should be better than armor, right? Mm -hmm. It should nobody can be lose energy here, right? No one can so no hazmat can hurt anybody in Wakanda. Um mm -hmm. nobody can be, you know, anything. And you know, get if you play if somebody play lizard and you play that card in Wakanda, it goes back to its power. Like Wakanda should protect yeah. every ability, even leech abilities. Wakanda should bring it back. Um so to have it where it doesn't get destroyed, I think is not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely okay. definitely an interesting one um to take Thanks. there. Say it again. Hmm? You you're coming in now just a little I bit think, there, I guess. Uh, sorry. I uh I think if that happens, <laughs> then you're just taking out America Chavez and you're putting in Living Tribunal, and he's your backup plan. And then we're in the same exact problem oh. again. I mean, I like when you one. mentioned that earlier, but when you mentioned that earlier, I like that. I like that idea of like taking a Galactus deck and making it playable in battle mode, in conquest, adding a whole nother win condition of, hey, I'm going to do this instead. I'm going to trick you into thinking I'm doing Galactus and then all of a sudden, bam, Living Tribunal yeah. after I've thrown down Doc Ock and some of these other big cards. Um, so I don't know. I... Is it going to be a problem? Maybe. But I definitely think it's just one of those things where if you wanted to touch Galactus, I'm not saying that's the answer, right? I'm not saying make armor work that way. I'm just saying moving some power up and down 
it's not what the people are complaining about. What people are complaining about yeah. is the fact that I've played everything in this lane and now you've destroyed my lane. And now I can't win these three locations because there's only one. Like, I think that that's kind of the issue people have with Galactus. And he's a big bad. He should be that powerful. But I don't know. I, I don't know what they do uh, to him directly. Um, we saw Thanos get a, some, you know, changes with the stones and things like that. And Galactus yeah. doesn't really have that. So I think you have to work around him. No. Like you mentioned, right. Like you mentioned with Null. But minus two power. I, I mean, if you're winning with Null Galactus, you're usually winning by like 60 points. So I don't think <laughs> negative two is going to matter yeah. that much. I, so I think it, I think it's, it's a starting point though. I yeah, think yeah. that knowing the devs, but, they're going okay. to start with the cards around it. But yeah. I don't think Null really is the winning factor for Galactus that I see. I think it's Spider-Man, to be honest. Yo, now, yes, yes. Only, I've definitely been seeing the Spider-Man. Only if you right. get Wave. Only if you get Wave. Only if you get Wave. That's fair. But that's fair. I'm seeing Electro way more than I'm seeing Wave. Yeah, that's I fair. feel like, I, at right. least personally, I feel like I go up against more Electro-Galactus combos yeah. versus Wave-Galactus combos. Because, yes, if you get Wave and they play Galactus, just leave. Just make your life easier because, right. <laughs> you know, it's not worth the heartbreak of being webbed in the face. But right. I no. think they start with the cards around it. And m- maybe an answer is cards that are destroyed via Galactus don't affect death because they weren't destroyed by other cards. They were destroyed by, you know, a giant beam of light uh, but then, crashing but then, down or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know we're going to go down the There's weeds so with this ways. one, but yeah, but so then, many different ways. Then right. if you do that, you got to look at Lamentus and you got to look at some. A few other stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But true, true, true. Um, yeah, so I did want to I did want to do just one circle because we we mentioned them for a second uh, or we mentioned location a second. Um, but I did get confirmation from the devs. Patriot will not work with the cards on deep space. So I uh, did want to oh. throw that in the podcast. It does right. not work. They do retain their abilities, but they are turned off because if the location goes away or they move to a different location, their abilities will come back. So, all right. So, guess you were right. There you go. Woo-hoo. All right. So, Galactus should remain this way it is. That's how I see it. Yep. Unless we, you know, buff his power, make him a 6'9. So, it's always priority. Um, retreat. Yeah, yes. There you go. So, OTAs has been great. We got two buffs, two nerfs mm-hmm. almost every week. Well, the first two weeks of the OTAs. Um, what do you guys feel are going to be the new OTA updates this week? Uh, so I, I talked a little bit about this last week on on our podcast for the Snapback. And the ones that, you know, I, none of the ones that I wanted happened personally. Uh, I, I was really hoping for something outside of Sandman. But every let's be honest, everybody saw that one coming. Yeah. Um, I already talked about Null here. I think... Knowing what the high evolutionary is coming to be, you've already touched on one, which is Luke Cage. I think that his effect is going to be so strong that Luke Cage will be worthy of dropping him down to a 2-0. So I think that makes him very viable for some bigger decks. And uh, without going down the whole list, I'll just pick one and I'll say I'd love to see Orca get a buff and bring him from a 6-9 that gets plus 5 if he's by himself to a 6-11. So that way he's still under the Hulk 612, you know, right. threshold. 
but he could be a 616 all by himself. And I think for the risk of sacrificing all those other spaces on the board, I Why think not? that that might now have some competition to hold up. So that that would be the big one for me because Orc is a meme right now. He's just yeah. a meme card. And that mm -hmm. means he needs some love. Okay. What about you, Dan? Yeah, so again, I I really like where Snap is right now in general. I think there's uh, a lot of these OTA changes have been incredible to where we've had cards like this last week. Enchantress starting to make a little bit of a comeback because now she's on par with White Queen. And so if I'm you know just kind of looking around, I always look at cards that are interesting and fun that we just haven't necessarily played in a while. And uh, I think it's Watu. So Watu, I think, has a really cool ability right. to where if you have them in your hand turn one or two, you can see those locations. But having a one-two in your hand is really bad. So, you know, maybe it's to change him to a one-three. But even then, like, he's going to feel really bad when you draw him on turn four because now he's just a one-three. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe seeing him as a as a one four or one three could be interesting. One four is gonna be little little on the high side, right. but um yeah, but I, I would definitely like to see maybe a one three and see if he gets a little more use out of there. And with Shana getting her buff, uh and, and some of that, maybe you know, hitting him on a one three instead of a one two could also be, you know, helpful with those decks. Or maybe he don't you can't play him at all. If he's in your deck, yeah. he takes up the spot, but you can see where those three locations are at the beginning of each turn. I think well, that'd be it, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe it'd be too much text on the card, but like, what if he's in your hand at the start of the game every turn with that? You know, because like, if he's a one-two, but you always get to see the locations, I think it'd be Quicks interesting. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like Quicksilver plus his ability, and he's a one-two, right. but maybe that kills Quicksilver. Maybe that's then you have to yeah. buff Quicksilver to a one three, or yeah. maybe yeah. maybe he's a one one. But that's not an OTA change. So no, we're, that's true. Now, now we're now we're changing card yeah. text. But yeah, yeah. yeah I don't true. know. Like Watu is one of those cards where I feel like there's some games where I like him in my hand, and it's really cool to be able to see. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to, especially with like Milano and some of these locations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love to know Mil Milano's coming on turn three. So let me go ahead and load it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. So, all right, that's fair. Um, I definitely want to see um, two cards. Crystal, get a buff, as I mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, um, whether in power or in uh, cost, bring her down to three. I think mm -hmm. at that point, at least you have three turns to shuffle your hand, right? So yeah. I put it as a four is kind of tough. And also, like we mentioned, play in any location, but as an OTA change, I think a three would be a better um, change for her. And also... Yeah. Um, because move decks is becoming better, and of course in June we got a bunch of move stuff coming. I still think Human Torch needs to be buffed. He should be a two. There's no way he should be a one because we get him so powerful, and then Killmonger shows up, and we can't <laughs> say put him in armor because we're moving him. We don't know what yeah, yeah. we're going to put him in armor in. So I think he should be like a two three. And you uh, be happy. You it's the be truth. So happy. Yeah. Yeah. We we actually we we talked about this the other day on the podcast and. My my concern, right? Because mm -hmm. Guest made the same argument. It needs to be a two three. Uh, my problem, my problem with him is that means you move him twice, and he's a twelve power. Like he goes from three to six to twelve, and moving him three times is very easy to do. 
even even making them at a, a turn two drop um because you can you know uh whether it's iron or was it iron fist turn one him turn two now he's already up to a six and then you doctor strange and now he's a 12 and then last turn you heimdall and now he's a 24 so, so i i would do I, I, you. so yeah, yeah. what's the big <laughs> I mean, deal you already have Vulture, which is already going from a 3-3 three, three uh, to a 3-13 with two moves as well. Point in yeah, but, being. But but he's a three, so it, yes. you're you're cutting off a couple turns there to where it's that's about his high point. Whereas, yeah, I don't know. I I agree with you that a one drop feels bad because okay. there's a lot of times where you throw him down and then he just dies, you know, last So make turn. him a 2-2. Two, two. How about a 2-2? Two, two? Yeah. Would that be better? So, you, so you're, yeah, yeah. I think, I think a two-two is viable. You're, you're getting rid of his vulnerability. Yeah. But you're not making him overpower. I think a three, he's just slightly okay. going to be too much of a problem. Yeah, I'll I live think with two-two it. would be good then, because we yeah. can't put him one or zero, because it would look like dead Deadpool at yeah. that point. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think, yeah. Yeah. I think two-two would be perfect. But yeah, I think he needs that change in power because yeah, Killmonger just wipes all that out. Can, so all that hard. Can work, I ask you? Can I ask you one question though? So if Uh-oh. if we're looking at him going to a two two, right? We look at that from a change of series three, series four, series five. Right now, move decks are the best series two deck. Does that mean in series two? And maybe it's not a problem because it's only like two months or something for most people. But like, does that mean series two? He has no answers because right now, Electro would kind of be your answer to him. Until he gets way big with with the Shang Chi, which Shang Chi's series three, series two, or is he two? I think I'd have two. to look. He's two. It's been so long. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say the same thing. I think he's two. I don't think he's um, three. Okay, it, I, I guess that's the question for you: is like, does that make him too powerful in series two, or do we just not care because most players are into series three fairly quickly, and most players aren't playing move. So I yet. think yet. Yeah. Next month is gonna be a different different ball game. Next month is gonna be shadowing bananas. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. I, I hear you. And I think his answer will be yeah, Shang Shang Chi. Um okay. or something to stop him from moving. Cause yeah, but I still think him being a two two or him being a two power just needs to happen because of his ability. Because like yeah. I said, there's no answer to Killmonger, right? We're not nerfing Killmonger. I don't think Killmonger needs to be nerfed. But even Electra used to destroy your your powerful human torch. And mm-hmm. I think we have enough one cost cards that's powerful enough that can still be in that one cost area. I mean, you look at it, Iron Fist is a move card, he's one, right? Then Human yeah. Torch could be two, right? You got Vulture and Doctor Strange at three. You have, you have cloak as well at two, so I mean, yeah, him being a two cost would be perfect. I think. You know, you know what happens. So I always think about like my my knowledge of of Marvel because I love comics and everything. But if move becomes a problem, they can bring in a, a character like Graviton, yeah, um, and then make it to where like literally just says like cards here can't move, they can't leave this location and or. Cards can't come in this location, whichever way you want to put it. I don't like to come you into this location Professor because, yeah, right, right. But but instead, you can do it the different way, where you where? can still play cards into it, right, but, but they can't, can't move say, say from it. So like Stegron, 
Yeah, so yeah. like Stegron gets shut down, Juggernaut gets shut down, yeah. plus all the move decks um, as an answer. So again, future card, maybe. Who knows? If if move with the Spider-Verse coming in next month, if we need to do something about it, that could be uh, a potential way of doing it. Or so should we uh <laughs> should we uh should we trigger Ken? Let's hit, try it. Let me hear it. Go for it. Uh I, I think uh I think rescue needs to be a three, four. Why? Yeah, this is this is his. Why? <laughs> so I think rescue being a three four, knowing mm-hmm. th- that you are going to play it on three gives you three turns to potentially Shang-Chi it. It's kind of like Shuri forecasting where on the one end, if it survives, there's a hell of a lot of reward and otherwise there's a lot of ways around it to absolutely demolish it. Even with Silver Surfer, seeing the rise of Enchantress to take down armor around it, I think that it becomes a super high target card and brings interest to rescue because when you play rescue currently with Zabu, it's amazing. And I think that it would make it a lot more exciting and increase rescues uh usability as is with the plus five I don't, and everything. I don't agree with them though, but I know, yeah, I know you don't, don't, but that's what I'm saying. Care for the, a three, I, a three I, nine I, is too like, strong. That's what I said. Let's let's yeah, trigger Ken exactly. and see what he see how he yeah, feels. Too strong. I don't Great. think I also want Maximus yeah. nerfed, but like, you know, just put this one in there too, just for fun. Maximus? <laughs> I agree with that. He don't need to be a three seven. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. His, I think he'd be a three six and he'd be fine. Yeah, because people saying your opponent getting two cards is a down. No, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, he he don't need to be yeah. a three three seven. He should be a three six hundred. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um, no, rescue should stay where she's at. Four four. That's totally fine. She don't need to be a three. Uh, yeah, she's a four four right now. I, and I think Shuri needs to be reworked a little bit. I still believe we shouldn't have to play the next card. It should be the next card, but not the exactly next card that yeah. plays on her. They yeah, because I think correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right now, right? If you skip turn five, turn six, they don't get the buff. Is that right? No, they still get the buff. Oh, they do. Okay. It's the, it's just the the next card you play there. They do. So my mind, I would say, if I put Shuri in the left lane and I play another card in the right lane, then I should be able to play on an, on Shuri on the next turn, and that card gets the buff. But they're I saying, got I got you. the minute the next card you play has to be has Shuri. to be there. Yeah. Or right. it doesn't get the buff. And I think that's not fair. I think it should be, you know, because that For way sure. now people are playing that game like, oh, are you going to play in the Shuri lane now? Are you going to wait? You know what I mean? So I think eh, eh, that's eh, the way they should eh, kind of switch yeah. her up. Exactly. Be fun. But uh, yeah, I, like I mean, it. I like the OTAs. Give it, you give it like a, a Hawkeye. <laughs> give it yes. like a Hawkeye, like right. animation, right? But like you're saying, it just stays there until you play, until you play, play card there. Yeah, yeah. correct. It shouldn't be the next card because now you're basically forcing me to play there, and of course, no, make my opponent know, hey, I have right. to play here to get this Shuri yeah. buff. Fla- right. Flavor wise, right. it makes sense too because it just like it technically kind of turns that location into a Shuri's lab, right? Right, just for so, that one turn, right? Yeah, and I think that's the way it should be because this way, now my opponent has to guess: should I put something there? <laughs> should I? Play yeah. my Shang Chi because they got priority because I know they have to play there, or do I wait till they actually play there? Yeah, and I think that would be cool if they did that. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. But, um, the OTA stuff is great. Can't wait to see what happens this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we head out? No, man. I'm I'm just again I'm excited about this season. I've been having fun playing Nebula. Um, you know, and and 
playing with the the new cards we just got with like you know Jeff and and those can't wait for all these new cards to drop because every one of them like I said I've been I've been hoarding those tokens every single one of them I'm be picking up so uh super yeah. excited about that um yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we are where we are right now outside of what we talked about earlier like get rid of the bots let make yes. people climb make people yeah. climb it's it's discouraging to a lot of the player base to see multiple people posting on Twitter that, Hey, two hours and I'm at infinite and they're struggling because their MMRs are not that high and they're not hitting that many bots. So, uh, yeah, I'd I'd like to, that's the only thing, a whole nother podcast to dive into, but definitely one of those where we got to see what happens there. How about you guys? What about you? I feel like, uh, I feel like this is going to be an absolutely exciting month for Marvel snap over, you know, minus the Galactus conversation, of do you like going up against it or like playing it or not um i think that overall the game is in a very healthy place and galactus is just a big giant ass pimple on your face you're still a beautiful person you're still great your skin looks great just just ignore the blemish and just just put a little cover up on it we'll figure out what to do there and once we do that and once the devs figure out what's going to be the way to handle that situation somehow because they will because they do listen to the community yes. very, very effectively. And very, yeah. They're, yeah, they're very in tune with what is going on uh, outside of just their own little 50-person team. Um, I think that the game is in a really healthy place. I think there's going to be a lot of really fun deck-building you know, uh, events that are going to happen over the next couple of weeks because of all these new cards. There's a lot of great tournaments coming up. There's, there's, It's a great time to be in Marvel Snap. Yeah. Except Absolutely. when you see Wolverine on two. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. I think we're in a good spot now. Even though I'm a big Shuri fan and the you know the nerf had to happen. I totally understand why. But yes, we're in a great spot with weekly OTAs. I think that's phenomenal too. So um I can't wait to see what happens. This month is gonna be phenomenal. I think next month is gonna be great too. And um yeah, the future looks good. As long as we get the new modes, right? Conquest mm-hmm. needs to come right now. Um, that's going to help keep the game fresh and keep everything going and bring in more people to Marvel Snap. So totally happy about it. And um, I appreciate you guys coming out, hanging out with me. We're going to have all your links to your everything down below. Please, guys, show these guys love. Totally appreciate that. And um, hope to see you guys back soon. Huh? Yeah, absolutely, man. Love right, it. Yes, please. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. No problem. Peace. All right.